Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the M&M Show. It's Emily and Michael. Hello, what's up? We are out of January, or heading our way out of January, and we are ready to start cruising into February. Michael's birthday's in February, everyone. February 12th. So, what I'm on for my birthday <laughs> is pretty much anything. That's that great. It's amazing. Then. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, I'm turning 26 this year. The big two is six. Emily's about six months older than me. She's a cougar. <laughs> but no, I'm 26. She's been 26 for a little while, and it's an exciting time. Also, guess what? Who do you think that I share a birthday with? I never told you this, do I? Yeah, you have. It's Abraham Lincoln. Oh, <laughs> that was too quick of a reveal. I was going to ask our viewers. <laughs> the reminder already went there. Like, I wonder who it is. But yes, uh, yeah, I do share my birthday with Abraham Lincoln. I'm really proud of that. I think that's pretty cool. February cool. He's about probably, what would he be? He'd probably be like 200 something years old right now. Crazy. Really? Only 200. 200 you think, something, yeah. When you think about history, you think it's like so long ago. Yeah, now we're just showing our ineptitude when it comes to history. <laughs> no, I mean, come on, we know these things. 16th president of the United States, I know that. But that's not what we're talking about today. We're not talking about my birthday nor Abraham Lincoln's birthday. We're talking about dieting. Okay, guys, because this year, going into this new year, obviously a lot of people are going to be talking about dieting. They're also like going crazy. We're on like February where everyone's falling off their diet train. You did good for January. And when I say you did good for January, the the first two weeks of January. Right. <laughs> the thing about a diet, I mean, diet, diets will never work. The thing is, it's if your diet is a short-term game, like, it's never going to do anything. Like, dieting has to be a lifestyle. And it's not dieting. Like, your diet, what you consume, doesn't have to be a diet strictly eating or not eating certain foods, right? Dieting is just, it's like, what what is a part of your diet, right? And, and when it comes to this, it's important to realize, like, what you eat should be a lifestyle, Something that you can do forever. Yeah. And cutting out bread, cutting out carbs. That's why keto is so stupid. Are you going to literally not eat carbs for the rest of forever? Don't sign me up for that. Or a carnivore. Are you literally not going to eat anything else but meat for the rest of forever? It blows my mind. This is why, I okay, I will say this. I'm not vegan. I'm not vegetarian. I'm not. But I can see the benefits of these individuals because at least for them, they are viewing it in a lifestyle type of thing. Yeah. Like this is their lifestyle. So, yeah. hey, kudos to you. If this is going to be your lifestyle and this is not a short-term play, Hey, by all means, go for it. I'm not going to do that, but I support you in doing that because it's a lifestyle and it's something that you can get used to, something that you can really just surround yourself in and it can can just become you. But these fad diets will never, ever, ever, ever be a lifestyle because they're not sustainable and they're not healthy. Also, I think, too, of people who decide to cut out food groups because an influencer told them to or like the Internet told them to. And not a doctor. Like, I can understand if, like, a doctor's, like, saying, hey, for a short term, we're going to need you to cut this out. Or, like, if you're, like, spiritual, there's, like, some people in religions that don't, don't eat certain foods. Or, like, you'll even have vegans that are doing it for, like, a spiritual purpose or something bigger than themselves. But dieting gets me going. I don't believe in dieting. I don't do it. I have a good, healthy lifestyle. I'm believe, a healthy person. I believe in creating a healthy diet that's sustainable forever. And I believe that for it to be sustainable forever, it should include wonderful things that are going to be nutrient-dense, but it should also surround yourself with things that you're going to enjoy because food is also fun. Food is is, is a 
connector. Connector, yes, that's the word I was looking for. It's it's what we surround ourselves with. Um, so it definitely should be. It's it's this thing. It's like all encompassing thing where it's like multiple different types of food, lots of color, lots of meat, lots of you know grains and this and carbs and fats and protein, like just like so many different types of things. Yeah. That's what I believe is healthy, and it's just a lot. And the one thing that I will say is it's interesting because you have like almost like the vegan side of things. And then you have like maybe like a carnivore side of things, two opposite sides. And then on the one hand, you have like this vegan influencer who will be like, my skin cleared up. I cured cancer. I solved diabetes. I did all these things. And for them, that might be their truth. That might be true to them. Right. And then on the other hand, you have, I, I can vividly picture this guy on YouTube shorts. This guy is crazy about this carnivore diet. And he's like, my skin's clear. My, this is so perfect. I'm just ripped. I've lost all this weight. I'm just like, my blood is so perfect. My testosterone levels are so amazing. And for him, Sure. Like he's telling the truth. Okay, maybe that is his truth. And he found a benefit in that, found some positivity in that. Perfect. But just because the vegan has a truth, just because the carnivore has a truth, doesn't make either of them the truth. Yeah. Okay, so that's one thing. And the other thing is that, honestly, I think it's less about whether you're being carnivore or being vegan. It's not about either of those. It's probably, honestly, they're probably finding like positive health benefits. And the fact that that vegan on that one hand is probably eating a lot of whole foods or on that carnivore, he's probably eating a lot of healthy, lean, whole meats. Yeah. Right. So it really comes down to probably just a correlation, but it's really not the causation. It's probably just the whole foods is what I would say. That's my opinion. Right. It's like, it's not necessarily processed. Here's my thing too, about like people claiming this profound diet and truth of you have to do this. They're just preying on insecurities of like the people who are falling into that are usually going to be more insecure towards their body. Someone who feels fine about their body, they're probably like, okay, like you do you, what I'm going to move on. And so that's another thing that I really have a hard time with. Of And I... And also, I'm, like, very pro, like, promote health, do your thing. I'm not going to tell you what to do. But I'm even just thinking about, I saw these influencers post sweet potato nachos. And I'm like, isn't that just loaded fries? I'm like, what are we talking about here? I'm like, also, let's just put a normal fry or for, like, it's going to taste better with, like, a loaded fry with, like, a normal fry. Am I wrong? Yeah. And like they're both a carb source. And then I was also like, why don't you just do tortilla chips? Like if you want nachos, eat nachos. If you want loaded fries, just eat loaded fries. People are going to throw frilly things out there about eat this and try this just to, I don't know, click. Grinds. Like those are loaded fries. Those are not nachos. And like it had exactly what you'd have on the one first. The health is becoming a very, very, very popular thing, very talked about. And uh, to be honest, guys, like not everything in the world, not every preservative is trying to kill you. <laughs> okay, so understand that fact. That's the truth. But also, on the other hand, there's a lot of crap that goes in the food. Yeah. So that's also a truth. Yeah. Right. And so it's like. Okay, understanding both of those, those can both be truths at the same time. So what do we do? I feel like in my mind, it's just, it's moderation. Moderation. It's moderation in all things. And if you just are striving for mostly whole foods, this 80-20 rule, 
the way we live. See, 80% of the time, I'm gonna strive for whole foods. I'm gonna strive for the ingredients. And when I'm reading the ingredients, there's not gonna be a lot of preservatives, if at all, right? Yeah. I'm not gonna get that thing with with the names I can't even pronounce. But then 20% of the time, maybe I literally want those cosmic brownies that probably have a ton of preservatives in there. But I'm just eating a stick. 20% of the time, it's totally okay, right? Like you're not gonna die. Then you're not gonna die. And so I think two truths can coexist at one time. I think that's a really critical point. Yeah. And understand this because in the end, like if you're just striving, yeah, I'm striving. I eat mostly healthy foods and I feel good about it. And then I'll have a little bit of a crazy dessert or have a little bit of bag of chips that has a lot of preservatives or, you know, insert whatever is your, your, your go-to. Yeah. And also something that really gets me going is people think low calorie or, or high protein is healthy. And that is not true. So I kind of have two points that I want to make here. One is healthy food is not synonymous with low-calorie food. That is not the same thing, for one. And then for two, I was actually talking to a friend about it. She has like a little Ninja Creamy. It's Anita and Chase. They have a little Ninja Creamy. She goes, I haven't gotten into like the protein ice cream. And I sit there and I'm like, just eat the ice cream. Like, we don't need to have everything. Like, there's so much, like, this is what I'm talking about. Like, diet culture and, like, influencer culture is so much about, like, like my cottage cheese ice cream. Like, that tastes horrible. Like, don't try to tell me that doesn't taste. Like, it could also be fine. I've never tried it. But I'm, like, sitting there and I'm, like, we don't need to pretend that this healthy food that you're promoting is like the end all be all like if someone wants to just have some ice cream you can just have some ice cream it's gonna be a lot more satisfying and you're not gonna have cravings 10 minutes later everyone's like oh it curbs this and i'm like let's just be honest it drives me up a wall and that's not to say that she's not she's also not saying that you have to eat ice cream every day and i eat five gallons of ice cream every day she's not trying to say that but she's just trying to say that it's this this idea of 80 20 moderation over deprivation is the thing i saw this funny thing and it kind of reminds me of what you just said there it's like where you're craving a bowl of cereal but instead you have two cups of greek yogurt and then you have five dates and then you have five cashews and then you have a cheese slice and then you have another bowl of cereal and you're like wait i was just craving a bowl of cereal maybe i should just start with the bowl of cereal and then been done and not that's exactly what i mean try to go crazy with like all this protein stuff and then like healthy nuts and then all this crazy you know it's just kind yeah. of funny yeah but it's just like this 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 idea like sometimes your body will crave something and it's just like okay indulge in a little bit and and, and you moderate go overboard and you'll be all right you don't have to go overboard what would you say your favorite healthy snack is um i i really love greek any greek yogurt like i'm at like those like light and fit danins with a little flavor delicious um i love those greek yogurts um i like dates i'm really on a high date kick right now and so dates and nuts or like dates and peanut butter i'm like loving super delicious honestly i like like cheese like cheese slices mm. people i feel like cheese is like a crazy awesome snack like you get some nice cheese little more even like expensive you yeah. know like the deli aisle instead of just the expensive <laughs> cheese that's like really nice um the cheese you have to cut yourself yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> i also like um like any fruit like i'm i'm game for like i'm going for any fruit like give yeah. me like literally like any from from like a simple banana to like straight exotic you know lychee or something i don't know like something yeah. crazy like some fruit i'm all about the fruit yeah i really have been into i'm like cheese and nuts combo 
I've been really into that. I also think cheese with apples is phenomenal. Would recommend that as well. Yeah. I'm about, I'm about the combos. I know everyone knows like in America, like like uh, apples and peanut butter is like a thing. I remember when I went to Korea on my mission, it was like so funny because I remember it was kind of hard to get peanut butter, but I remember getting it one time and then we got some apples and stuff from, you know, I think someone gave it to us. But anyway, um, I remember like cutting up the apples and like having it with some peanut butter and like my Korean friends were like, what the freak, dude? Like, what are you eating? <laughs> but I'm like, dude, this is fire. I'm like, you got to try it. And uh, they didn't like it. No, they liked it. They liked yeah. it, of course. And so it was just funny because I remember thinking back to like where we just have different, you know, I guess cultural food norms, you know, and like it was funny that they were so shocked when it came to apples and peanut yeah. butter. Yeah. I've been on a more of a salty kick recently. And I honestly think when it comes to salt, salt's funny. You, I think when you are craving salt, like people have to play into that. Because we can teach our bodies more and more about intuitive eating and like really indulging in things that like we feel like, oh, like, wow, I really could need that. I'm like, go for it. Mm -hmm. And we can really like get in this idea of like intuitive eating. I'm telling you, it's critical. What is intuitive eating for people that don't know? Intuitive eating is literally just like almost like eating according to what you feel like you need to eat. Mm -hmm. Right. And so intuitive eating can also play into the idea of like you eat until you're full and then you're done. You don't eat every single thing that's on your plate right and so you're just like intuitively doing it yeah um rather than then anything outside of that right yeah um or just eating like eating till you're full and then being done right mm -hmm. and like you know we think we need you know i need a lot of different things from my own plate right but intuitive eating it's like maybe i really need some salt right now because earlier i just had straight you know like water filled things right so i just need some salt or see some electrolytes right and so really playing into what you feel like you need that's like intuitive eating let's just say yeah. Also, when you were saying that, I I had like this flashback to me before we got married. And at home, I would have my mom would cut up a watermelon and I would just take the entire bowl of watermelon and go sit on the couch and eat the entirety of the bowl of watermelon and pee like 50 times. <laughs> so I'm like, you probably need some salt. Out yeah. But and so I just think of Mason. Mason's my brother. He would make fun of me and take pictures of me with my watermelon bow with watching Food Network. That's funny. Yeah, it was pretty funny. What would you say are your, like, kind of favorite unhealthy snacks? Um, I mean, like, anything crunchy, anything chips. I love chips. Like, any chip, like, I'm, like, I'm, like, game for, honestly. But also, I feel like, to be honest, I'll be real, I think these, like, flaming Hot, like, whatevers are, like, a little overhyped, not gonna lie. Mm. But, like, anything... You're gonna start a war. I know that's... Sarah and my dad are gonna listen to this, and their World War Three is gonna break out. You're gonna... I also think... I also think, like, cheese-related snacks are... Like, cheese-flavored things aren't as good as, like, more just, like, salt-based things. Like, salt and vinegar, I'm, I'm way about more than, like, you know, nacho cheese or something. Yeah. Or like, cheese something. Like, cheese yeah. or something like that. I would have, like, a salty flavoring, or it's just, like, more basic, I think are, like, way better. Yeah. Dill pickle chips are good. Dill pickle chips are fire. Honestly, I like tortilla chips. I like plain tortilla chips. I can I can mess with. Yeah, I like those. I'm a, I I feel like chips are I. For people that don't know how I was raised, my dad would put a bunch of different chips into a bowl of every assortment that you can think of, and he'd color, flavors, <laughs> different companies and brands, yeah. and he would call it chip salad. And so that is where I'm coming from. The way I was raised. No wonder I don't like dieting. Chip salad's healthy. Honestly, just kidding. But no, I'm I'm about chip salad too. Anything anything that's crunchy, they literally manufacture the crunch to where it's like really satisfying. It's amazing. Yeah.
I probably, which is interesting, when I was younger, I probably had a bigger sweet tooth, but now I have a much more salty craving. Like, I'll, I'll, like fries, tater tots, nachos, poor people nachos. If you don't know what poor people nachos are, it's you just get your plain tortilla chips, shredded cheese on top, microwave, <laughs> oh. and then jalapenos on top. That's a good time. Poor people nachos. And they're so good. They are good. They're so good. And I think, I mean, we've, we've been kind of messing around with this episode. It really comes down to like, Emily and I, I'll be honest, like we're, we're incredibly healthy people and I'm yeah. confident in that because I believe in health and I believe in, in, in prioritizing your health is going to create a life that you want. I think it really is fundamental to creating that life. <laughs> but at the same time, and I'll even be honest and a little bit more vulnerable. I think Emily's even helped me with that and taught me more about that. Um, is that, that health is a lifestyle. And, and health is, is something that becomes you. It's not something that you do for a short period of time. And I think including in health and food is, is things that you enjoy. Mm -hmm. And, uh, also my truth is, doesn't necessarily have to be your truth and your truth doesn't have to be my truth. A mm -hmm. vegan truth doesn't have to be my truth, but I don't have to tell them to eat certain things. Like we can all just choose what we want to eat and be happy with that. And as long as you are healthy and feeling your body in a healthy way and you feel good about it. Like, I'm all for it. Anything that you can do long-term, that you feel good about, that you feel strong with, I'm like, yeah. That's so that's what you're like, long -lived. yeah, 80-20. I think it's super important that people remember 80. 80% 80 of it, you want to have whole foods, things that are nutritious and nutrient-dense. And I think that's the biggest thing to take away here. And honestly, this one thing that I've learned also is that, like, slowing down when you eat is, like, critical mm -hmm. because your body takes some it's almost like you know with cravings one it's like eat a little bit and then wait and then the craving will probably go away and then two eat wait even and so you eat up until you you think you're 80 percent full is this idea and then you wait a little bit and then you realize that you're you're actually full you don't just eat till you're stuffed and then 20 minutes later, you realize that you're really, really stuffed, right? Yeah. And so I think that, that point I wanted to make, because it's like critical with, with moderation, is that you slow down a little bit and then you just like wait. You eat and you wait and give it your time, your your body time for your mind and your gut to uh, get in line. Yeah. And I think that's a credible principle that people can take home is like the eat and wait or just like slow down when it comes to eating. Right. And it's important that you do things in moderation. Anything in excess is not going to be good for you. Like even exercise in ex excess is not. Oh, I know. Michael knows for Santa, it is not good for you. Um, but also something that we don't talk about a ton. In, and this is a, a big reason why I have beef with diet culture. It's all about taking away. And it's not about adding in. I had uh, one of my mom's good friends bring up a really good point. And this is kind of where I got this idea from. Um, and she coaches female athletes. And she says, instead of asking yourself, what do I need to cut out? You need to ask yourself, what can I add? What can I add to this meal to make it more nutrient dense and filling? And that's all you have to do. So then say you want to have a bowl of chips. Well, okay, what can I add to the snack to make it more nutrient dense and filling? Well, maybe I'll eat some strawberries with it. Great. Two birds, one stone. Or even like you have a meal that you're having. Okay, I'm having, I'm craving chicken. I would like to have chicken tonight. 
okay, great. What can I add to this meal to make it more nutrient-dense and filling? Because just having chicken and rice can only take you so far, right? And so asking yourself, what can I add versus what can I take away? Um, and, and stop focusing on what not to eat and what to eat. It's easier to, to add something in than to take something away. Say you eat the strawberries before the chips. And you're like, oh, I actually feel pretty satisfied. Then great, then you don't have to eat the chips. But then if you also want the chips, then it's no harm, no foul. Yeah. No, I think that's that's incredible. That's a definitely a good question to ask. What can I add rather than what can I take away? So in wrapping up, guys, that's kind of what it really comes down to. There's a couple of take-homes. One, moderation over deprivation. It's just like playing to this idea. You know, most of the time, you know, 80% of the time or some something around that, strive for for those healthy whole foods and 20% of the time, just enjoy it. Don't be so, so you know, crazy and hyper-focused on that. And then another take-home is what can I add rather than what can I take away and focus on that? And then in the end, just kind of slow down. Slow down and enjoy your food because food is meant to be enjoyed and make it a lifestyle rather than just a certain time period. Make it something you can do long-term. Mm-hmm. But thanks for tuning in. Please like, share, and review our podcast as we're growing every single week. We'll get freedoms. Yes. Thank you. See you next week.